Hi, good evening. It's been a while that you haven't heard from me. And thanks be to God, I'm back. My sharing for you tonight is about choose your partner carefully. Proverbs 12.26 says, The righteous choose their friends carefully. If you're supposed to choose your friends carefully, you should be even more careful about choosing your life partner. And notice that you do get to choose. God leads, guides, and gives you guidelines. But ultimately, who you marry and whether you marry is your choice. However, many people believe the myth that there is only one right person for them. That's very romantic. It's just not true. It's not biblical. And it's not even logical. If there were only one right person for each person in the world, one person making a wrong decision would break the chain for everybody else. Let's say I'm supposed to marry a man instead I marry that man so then that man that I might marry somebody else who was supposed to marry somebody else who was supposed to marry another person do you see how the apple cart is upset for everyone on the entire planet there are many people God would want you not to marry but there likely are quite a few other options that could fall within his will for your life and in those cases it's your choice you can follow your preference There's another myth that many people believe love alone is reason enough to marry. I frequently talk with people who are planning to get married. And sometimes I look at them and think, there's no way. The family background, spiritual foundation, or personalities aren't right. They don't have the same amount of energy or ambition. They don't even have the same values and goals. But they love each other. Loving someone does not mean you should marry that person. God may not tell you who to marry. But He does give you principles that will help you make a wise decision. In tomorrow's daily hope. We'll go over a list of traits to avoid a potential partners. There are few better gifts in life that a good spouse 
Relying on God's guidance can help you make a wise decision. So, let's ask ourselves, Have you believed the myth that there is only one right potential life partner for each of us? How does it make you feel to know God gives you people a choice? When have you ever seen or when have you seen friends or family marry just for love when they really weren't compatible? What have you learned from them? When have you seen friends or family wisely choose a life partner? What have you learned from them? So, let's try to take a look, answer the questions that has been raised, and let's meditate on it. I hope it helps you a lot with our lesson. God bless you. Have a great day. Good evening everyone, here we are again with our episode about choose your partner carefully. Our topic for today is about let God guide your choices. Amos 3.3 says, Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? So if you wait for the perfect wife, or the perfect husband you'll never find them let me tell you why no one is perfect we're all broken and that's okay God loves you despite your brokenness but you need to understand that anyone you marry will be broken too Here's where you need to be careful. Although everyone is broken, some people have a lot more healing to do. They aren't ready for a relationship and you need to avoid them as life partners no matter how good looking, rich or nice they are. Before you enter into a long-term relationship, You need to understand the emotional health of your potential partner. Study after study has shown that 80% of all separations and divorces happen because one or both of the partners are emotionally unhealthy. Here's a partial checklist of emotional health factors withdrawn from the scripture. To look out for number one whoever you marry must not be nursing uncontrolled anger we find that in proverbs 22 24 it says do not make friends with a hot tempered person do not associate with one easily angered so uncontrolled anger reveals deep insecurity and low self-worth second whoever you marry must not be stuck in an addiction proverbs 23:20 says don't associate with people who drink too much 
wine or stuff themselves with food only two things food and alcohol are mentioned here but there are hundreds of ways to go addicted third one whoever you marry must not be harboring bitterness so bitterness is like a poison it eats you alive the bible says in hebrews 12:15 guard against turning back from grace of god let no one become like a bitter plant but that grows up and causes many troubles with its poison so the fourth one whoever you marry must not be selfish okay proverbs 28:25 says selfishness only causes trouble so when it comes down to it the number one cause of conflict in marriage is selfishness he only check on himself or themselves or themselves the fifth one whoever you marry must not be greedy proverbs 15:27 greed brings grief to the whole family so if you marry a greedy spouse you will be in debt your entire life the sixth one whoever you marry must be generous and kind the bible says a generous person will prosper he who refreshes others will be refreshed proverbs 11:25 it is also says those who are kind benefit themselves from the cruel bring ruin on themselves of proverbs 11:17 the seventh one whoever you marry must tell the truth so this is the very big issue when it comes to marriage life proverbs 20 verse 7 says this a righteous person lives on the basis of his integrity blessed are his children after he is gone Love is based on trust and trust is based on truth. If you don't tell me the truth, I can't trust you. And if I can't trust you, how can I love you? You might be thinking this is sure is a long list. I'm not sure if I'll ever find anybody who fits this. but i did and you can too okay when a person got married i know a friend when they got married uh it's your robin hill the great 20th century evangelist and the author sent us sent a wedding card to them and they've never forgotten what he said God always gives his best to those who follow his wisdom so it is very important in a married life that you always have to let the situation be offered to God and God will give you his best 
as you seek his guidance and follow him in obedience do not be afraid or discouraged for the lord will personally go ahead of you he will be with you he will neither fail you nor abandon you that's it deuteronomy 31:8. so if ever you felt that i'm not fitted for this guy i'm not fitted for this for this girl so it does not mean to say that uh god is not giving you the best as what we have said that god will always give his best to those who follow his wisdom but you if you follow your own wisdom i don't think god will god will grant would give you the best so you have you have to trust him in this situation in marriage life it is very important that you have to trust god for each other so let's try to meditate on it and ask ourselves have you been expecting perfection out of potential life partners or from your close friends and family how does knowing we're all broken change your expectation of others have you seen god bring emotional health to you or someone you know did you see yourself in any way or in any of the unhealthy emotional traits today if you did what's one step you'll take today to seek god's healing so try to ask those questions to yourself especially to those who are planning to get married do not ask anywhere ask god to give you the right person to give you the good counsel so this is for today i pray that you will be blessed and you will have wisdom in choosing your life partner god bless you have a nice day your partner carefully is unpack your emotional baggage before marriage it says in proverbs 28:23. in the end people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery so before you start dating someone it's crucial that you make an honest assessment of your own emotional health and that of your potential partner marriage does not create problems it reveals them the more you can deal with emotional problems before you get married the happier more god honoring and more fulfilling your marriage is going to be start with yourself don't date unless your own emotional hurts are healed or at least in the healing process do you struggle with bitterness or anger problems work through those before you start dating get rid of your own emotional baggage 
then when you begin dating someone size that person up quickly particularly related to their emotional health don't be afraid to ask questions like do you have uncontrolled anger can we talk about me or will you pick up the tub if you see warning signs of unresolved emotional difficulties don't wait around to see if it gets better go ahead and walk away maybe you're already in a dating relationship and you now see the signs of emotional unhealth in your partner if so talk with your partner about it it's either time to get professional counseling or it may be time to end the relationship but i won't have anybody to go out with on friday night maybe you can say that here's the truth <clears throat> a bad marriage in a million times worse than not going out on friday night and the longer you stay in a dead-end relationship the more difficult it is to get out of it Proverbs 20:23 says in the end people appreciate criticism far more than flattery so no matter how much it hurts be honest with yourself and your partner today in the end you both will benefit from it there's one more thing i want you to hear to have the best chance at a strong relationship you and your potential partner need to have a personal relationship with jesus if you haven't taken that step start there making peace with god will give you the spiritual foundation you need to get emotionally healthy and make peace with yourself and others too life has no guarantees but two emotionally healthy followers of jesus have the strong foundation they need to build a marriage of deep soul intimacy intimacy that is personal relational sexual and spiritual so ask yourself If you're dating someone, have you taken an honest look at their emotional health? What hard questions do you need to ask them today? Take a few minutes to assess your own emotional health. What emotional baggage are you carrying around? Think of an emotionally healthy couple in your life. What you can learn from them. So, with the topic that we had, I hope it will help you choose your partner carefully so that at the end, God will be pleased with your married life. God bless you all. Have a nice day.